0: Good morning, I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, Being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Welcome to episode 59 of Word in Motion. Paul is finally boarding the ship for his final destination, Rome. Let's pick it up in Acts 27, starting in verse 1. And when it was decided that we should sail for Italy, they delivered Paul and some, of other, some other prisoners to a centurion of the Augustan cohort named Julius, and embarking in a ship of Adramitium, I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong, which was about to sail to the ports along the coast of Asia we put to sea, accompanied by Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica. Try saying that five times fast. And as the wind did not allow us to go farther, we sailed under the lee of Crete of Salmon. Coasting along it with difficulty, we came to a place called Fair Havens, near which was the city of Lycea. Verse 9. Since much time had passed, and the voyage was now dangerous because even the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Sirs, I perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion paid more attention to the pilot and to the owner of the ship than to what Paul said, and because the harbor was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority decided to put out to sea from there on the chance that somehow they could reach Phoenix, a harbor of Crete facing both southwest and northwest, and spend the winter there. Simple question today, how does God speak to you? I've seen God use three primary methods of communication with me. One is scripture, the most obvious, the most common is scripture. If I have a decision coming up and I don't know what to do, if I'm spending time in the Bible, what do you know? I find at least some guidance, if not an outright answer. It's amazing how my devotions, my daily devotions, just seem to leave me on a verse on a particular day just when I needed that verse. Not exactly coincidence. Second, the Holy Spirit often leads us according to God's will. When Jesus went back to heaven, he told the disciples he was sending them a helper. The Holy Spirit is our teacher and guide. Sometimes it means he leads you into the right decision, and sometimes he just closes all the other doors. He takes away all the other options. Either way, that's not convenient coincidence. It's God knowing that you need help and helping. Third, and finally... The one I want to point out today and draw your attention to today. I have a small circle of people who I know are following God and they also have the Holy Spirit. They also study their Bibles. So when one of them offers me advice or even rebuke, even correction, even points out sin in my life, I take that as a possible word from God. I take that very, very seriously. Many times in my life, I was blind to my own issues but God has spoken to me through friends and family. Sometimes I'm not in the Bible as much as I should be. I'm not praying and aware of the Holy Spirit as much as I should be. And it takes one of my friends, it takes my parents, or somebody else that I know is rooted in Scripture to reach out and offer advice, offer counsel. That comes from God. And sometimes they might know it, sometimes they might not know it. I've had certainly sometimes a a friend or one of my parents send me a message with just some encouragement, just some random advice or random suggestion. And they don't know it, but it speaks to something that I'm actually thinking about, I'm actually wrestling with. That's a God thing. In these verses, Paul has a tip and is ignored. And we'll see the consequences tomorrow, but for today, Consider who you're taking advice from. Are the people whose opinions you take seriously God's people? Is their counsel coming from prayer and from God's word or from self-interest? Paul isn't speaking here because he's arrogant and he thinks he knows better than everyone. He knows better than the pilot and the owner of the ship. He's not talking down to them. He's speaking logically. He's speaking intelligently and he's speaking as someone who hears from God. And that's the kind of person we should be listening to. At least in my opinion. Take a minute. Think about your people, the inner circle who you take your most pressing issues to. Are they the right people to trust? And if they are, take an extra minute and thank them. I mean an actual phone call, an actual text message to say thank you. Because, as much as we hate to admit it, we need others. Ecclesiastes 4 says, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is quickly broken. And if they're not the right people, consider your surroundings and how you can start building that team, a team of people that you can trust for godly counsel. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for those you've put in our lives. Thank you for surrounding us with people who are chasing you like we are, imperfectly, but aggressively. God, thank you for the counsel and advice of those you've put around us. God, help us to be aware Give us, give us a self-awareness of who we're listening to, who we're taking counsel of, even whose opinions we care about, Lord. Help us to make adjustments as we need, Lord, and, and show us, keep us grateful for those in our lives that are giving us godly counsel, that are speaking your word into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.